Hello, and welcome to the Table and Well podcast. I'm Tennyson. And I'm Janelle. Thank you for joining us as we discuss topics and give practical tools that help you live, grow, and be in healthy, joy-filled relationship with God, yourself, and others. For more information and resources, or if you're looking for coaching, connection, and community, please visit tableandwellco.com. We hope you enjoy this podcast. Hey guys, how you doing? Thank you for joining us today for the Table and Well podcast. This is episode number 35. Uh, we're in season two and we're in the middle of our um, series called Living with God or Life with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, it's been really good so far, but I did yeah. forget to say something because we're live. You know how that goes. So we're just going to keep all this. Please feel free to download and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. Um, and then also subscribe to our YouTube station, which is our YouTube channel, which is Table and Well Co. Um, we'll love to see you guys there. Get You get notifications when new lo- things come up and we go, if we go live, when we go live, you get all the notifications as well too. So we'll love to have you there. Subscribe. That would be fantastic. So now that I got right. that out the way. Yes. <laughs> Again, we are in our series with, um, or living with God and um, it's been really good. Yeah, it has been really good. It's been good. very, very yeah. good. It's such an important conversation to have because we don't realize what's all at play yeah. in the way that we're relating to God mm-hmm. and how much of um, these different stances that we've talked about have become how we relate with God yeah. when when really our relationship is all about being with. Yes. It is about um, Emmanuel, God with us and us with him. Mm-hmm. Um Today we're going to talk about a little bit of a touchy subject because this <laughs> is uh, so at the core, really, yeah. of what it means to be a Christian, right? To mm, to go true. and make disciples. Yeah. Um, the doing. The doing. Yeah. The doing of our Christian walk. And what does it look like to do that in a healthy way yeah. in balance? And so much of this conversation is about that balance. It's mm-hmm. not about whether or not to throw... We're not saying throw out these, these other parts. We're right. saying... Let's let's caution ourselves and pay attention to are we doing these things without him? Yeah. With the fullness of him and who he is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we're gonna talk about four today. Yes. So um this is the last one and out of the, the four not so good postures that yes. we talk about. Um and so let's talk about the definition as we've done the other ones too, but I want to give a quick definition of what four that's posture would look like. Um so the definition is here um, by, um, again, it's from the book with by Sky Jatani. Um, Jatani. Jatani, you got it. <laughs> yep. Uh, every time. Um, but there's, here's the definition. It says, God is disappointed if you're not on mission. Mm-hmm. Um, we are either on mission, you're an object of the mission, you're a hindrance to the mission, um, you're an aid to the mission, or my personal favorite, you are, quote unquote, a fat Christian who should be on mission. Right. That's like the... Those are the things. That's the definition of it. It's like, I have to go do something. Mission is the most important thing. Exactly. Mission becomes the center of the Christian life. Right. Um, It's a task to be accomplished. Right. Um, And in that, and so the greatest fear, which is also very interesting in this one too, the fear that motivates this posture really is not being effective for God. Mm -hmm. Because there's, unfortunately, and depending on how you look at it, but, you know, there's a lot of there can be a lot of pressure put on accomplishing something for God. Right. Um, right. Or being insignificant. Right. Because if you're not accomplishing something mm-hmm. for God, you must not be significant in the kingdom. <sighs> wow. Right. Yeah. And even that pressure I was thinking as you were talking about 
especially younger Christians, young adult Christians, and this pressure to even at, especially I think at that stage of mm-hmm. you've given your life to God. So now what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do about that? Yeah. So uh, I'm going to read a quote out of the book and re-encapsulate some of the other uh, positions that we've talked about and really hone in on the way that he describes life for God. Yeah. So here we discover what lies at the center of the life for God posture. If you recall, life under God believes divine will is at the center of the cosmic apple. Mm. Life over God says that natural law or principles are at the core. And life from God places the self with its desires at the center. Cutting open the life for God cosmic apple would reveal a mission at the Mm. core. Some great goal understood to be initiated by God and carried forward by us defines everything and every one. An individual is either on the mission, the object of the mission, yep. an obstacle to the mission, an aid to the mission, or like you said, a fat Christian who <laughs> should be on the mission. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it's just, it's how many times have you heard? And I know that I've, I've heard this a lot too. It's like, you know, like you said earlier, like, what are you going to do for God? Mm-hmm. And I even think, um, in some way, like that is the, in the Christian world today. And I know for me growing up anyway, it was like the pinnacle. Yeah. It was like, okay, you got saved. So you're, you're following after God. So now you either, you either go in on the mission field or you go right. into ministry on, right. on the platform and you do all of that and become a pastor. And it was really, it's the, it was the one space that was honestly really highlighted by everyone around you, whether it was mm-hmm. a pastor on the stage, whether it was your friends that mm-hmm. you went to youth group with, or it was your parents or, yeah. and, and some of it was, you know, inadvertent just because that's just it's what the we culture, know. It's the right? culture. Yeah. But it was like so inbred mm-hmm. in you growing up that you had to do something for God in right. order to be significant or to be effective for him. You know, are you winning souls? Like, and what are you doing to do that? It right. was, that was the, Yeah. And there's this piece too, I think that's so interesting, which you and I have talked about is that this life for God also too, looks very much like ministry in the traditional ministry sense Mm -hmm. where we have to just be honest about the fact that a lot of this was talked about in a ministry standpoint, not like, what are you going to do for God in the way you're an engineer or the way that you're a nurse or whatever the scenario might be. It's what are you going to do for God in ministry, in ministry formal ministry, yeah. right? And so first, let's untie yeah, just let's back that verbally out. here that yeah. like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we, we, we have misinterpreted even what life for God looks like, period. Yeah. And we have made it, unfortunately, one of the most important things. Yeah. And what we, when we're called to go make disciples, it really is. Go teach them how to walk with me. Yeah. Go model. Go model how to walk with me. Yeah. Not go teach how to do things for me, apart mm-hmm. from me, without right. me. <laughs> right. I know. And and while you're doing that, go ahead and do that without me, too. You know, like, we're just, how have we gotten here? Yeah. Um, but again, but, it, but we were willing to say, hey, maybe, church, we are here. Yeah. And... And this conversation is about that. Yeah. And, and like we say all the time, and I know we've said it multiple times in multiple different topics of and during our podcast, I don't believe at any point that we 
start here. No, for anyone or consciously choose this. It wasn't like, you know, it wasn't that because I I truly believe the hearts were pure Mm -hmm. when we started down the path of working for God and and winning souls and building churches and building all these different things, ministries. Um, But the further you get into that, it it can become all consuming and Mm -hmm. therefore can um, be void of God. Yeah. And if we're measuring one another by mm, it, right? Like yeah. we were talking, like you're talking about even in your young adult years, mine too, where um, it was this measure of whether or not you were really, quote unquote, following God. Yeah. Um, no one was talking about what's your witness like, you know, yeah. how, how are you walking with him? Let's talk about that. I, I want to know where you are in that and your growth and development and walking with him. Instead, we're like, well, what are you doing for For him? him. And I think this is an interesting conversation for us to even bring to the table with table and well, even and what we're doing and what we've always done. Like we, we are doers in the Mm -hmm. kingdom. We, we tend to be a little bit more apostolic. So that means we tend to do, um, even table and well is a mission. Mm -hmm. There is something about it that is like, yeah, that's a very clear purpose that we have. And we constantly have to caution ourselves against making that the most important thing. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, if we're not doing it with him, yep. then we need to not be doing it. Yeah. Because it is that agree. conversation of you save the whole world and you've lost your own soul. Right. Or you've cast out demons in my name and who are you? Right. It It is that it's, it's, how did those people get there? How did the Pharisees mm-hmm. become whitewashed tombs? Yeah. It's because they, they were doing, were for. doing for and there was no with. Yeah. And <sighs> yeah. And again, I don't think people start, start off that way no. or even have any intention of finding no. themselves there. Yeah. But yeah, I, I would love to see the conversation in the body of Christ come back to, Hey man, like where are you walking with him? Yeah. And that invitation to do with is constantly what's at the table versus the invitation to figure out what you what to do next. Yeah, what you should yeah. be doing. Well, it's that it's that it's it's also this this posture is actually I would say in the church it's in the organized the traditional church it's it's probably the most popular mm-hmm. of the four. Yeah, um, because this is that space where you know you hear sometimes you'll hear pastors say or leaders or. All of us have said it. I've said it myself yeah. when I was on, when I was, you know, I've said it myself, you know, it's like, man, we got to do more. Like people just can't sit in the pews and just receive and not go do something. Like we need right. to get them out into the, like go do something. Right. And we've talked about consumerism yeah. in one of the last podcasts when we're, um, I can't remember which posture. That would be the from. Yeah. Yeah. From God, where I'm just sitting on the receiving end of yeah. this relationship and you just do things and bring them to me. And and it's that spirit of consumerism, which is also currently yeah. pervading the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this there's this desire to for people in leadership or in the church to move those that seem to be consuming and right. not. And not being a part of a reciprocal relationship to like, come on, guys, we need you to do right. something. We need you to yeah. participate yeah. here. We need you to like, you know, do. Do. But then, but we're still missing the point right. of with. With. We go from, we go from, from. <laughs> from, from. To for. Yeah. In, instead of going from any of those to with. Right. Because in with, we will discover 
all the other things in a healthy way. Yeah. Right. And we've talked about this in marriage and in relationships where if we're doing it all from this responsibility of mm-hmm. like, these mm-hmm. are the things you do because you're a Christian, right. um, then we find ourselves doing the things without him. Yeah. But if we do life with him, we do life with one another. Mm-hmm. We find ourselves doing things without having to be asked or yeah. explicitly told or yeah. explained to mm-hmm. like, there is a compelling within us to just automatically do it. It kind of is part of who we are in the way that we've just always had this heart about us of if we find something that is transformative and it's yeah. transforming us, we can't help but give it give away. It, away. Right. it is that sense of the same thing of like, that's how the gospel should be for yeah. us. That is how our relationship with the Lord should be is mm-hmm. gosh, it's changing me so much even here now, 30 years later that I can't help but give it away. Yeah. Not because I have to, not right. because it's my duty, not, not because it's, of a it, mission. I, it's a mission. It's the, it's the task that I have to do that I'm com- quote unquote compelled to do because mm-hmm. I have whatever. Yeah. It's do it with him. It's even, we talked about, um, I remember one of our tables, we were talking about um, the the verse, you know, my, you know, the yoke is easy. My burden is light. And we mm-hmm. talked to kind of that idea of what that yoke was, but it was the idea of, I just remember the revelation that I that I received from that when we were discussing that amongst us was like the yoke was there's always two oxen on the yoke. Mm-hmm. And it was the idea of Jesus and God was in one of them and we were in the other mm-hmm. and we were doing it with him yeah. partnership. It wasn't yeah. it wasn't me with it wasn't me by myself on the yoke. Right. And God saying or Jesus saying my burden is easy. My yoke is light. It's like, OK, you take my yoke and you go do the thing. It's like, right. no, he actually wants to partner with us right. and work with us. And we've got we're moving into with, which is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, but it's that idea. But we, we miss that. Yeah. And yeah. And I think the reason why we're combining this conversation is because. Again, it's not about throwing away yeah. mission yeah. or it's not about throwing away doing life for God. Mm-hmm. It just can't be done without, without him. him. And it, the scary part is it actually can be. And so what we're saying well, and what we're the invitation I've of this conversation. That. Yeah. Yeah. Is to, hey, guys, let's do it with it. It really is what's intended. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so good. So. Let's come back to four and, and just kind of focus in on this a little bit more. And um, maybe let's even, I guess let's go to some of the, because so I, well, I want to say go to some of the, the shortcomings and we can kind of see where we go with this, mm-hmm. but because it looks good, mm-hmm. just like all the other postures, especially, you know, the, especially the, 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 the from can look really good because the Lord's blessing you. And so mm-hmm. it looks like, oh, you're, you're, you and God are connected because he's blessing you. Mm-hmm. Um and then the the over looks really good because you've got all these principles, you've got all the principles and operation, in your and, operation life, yeah. and you're doing the things and the under looks really good because you're doing your devotions every day and you're very much like much a humble servant. Humble, yeah, mm-hmm. and you're doing the thing. But again, without him, yeah. it's not it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> Period. So some of those shortcomings. Um yeah, so like so you believe that God's disappointed in you. Yes, if you're not doing if for you're him. not doing for him, like, mm-hmm. and and how, how do you live with? I mean, like, well, I've been there, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I think we've all been there. Of like, yeah, I, 
I remember being in environments where, where four was so important and I didn't have an answer mm -hmm. for what I should be doing for. There was yeah. no clarity. And I felt like I was pretty connected to God, mm -hmm. but he wasn't giving me a directive or a mission, right. but everybody else expected me to have one. Yes. And so feeling like, well, God must be disappointed in me because I can't come up with something to do, to do. for right. him Man. that's really clear. Um, you know, that, yeah. that gets us in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. So the belief um, that you're not mm -hmm. living up to a standard, it goes along that same line, like the cult, the culture that you might be in has a standard of doing. And if you're not, then you're not clearly living for God like right. you should be. And that goes right into, it connects two things together. Um, it Performance, because mm -hmm. there's a standard that you have to perform. So it, it, it actually breeds a culture of performance Yeah. Um, to where you have to do. Mm -hmm. And even that is how you're recognized by leadership Mm -hmm. is because you're doing something yeah. right you know or you have the capability to do something right and they see that in you and so they put you in a space to do it and right. then that's where your identity and your value and your worth right because you're doing for right comes from yeah and that i think this is pervasive uh in in church culture but where we find ourselves hiring people who yeah. are great doers mm -hmm. charismatic doers and we're not hiring them for the with. Yeah, we're hiring for the four. For the four. You know, where we what we really need is people who are are modeling for us how to do life with God. Yeah. Not how to do life for it for yeah. him. And not and I shouldn't say not, but yeah. like w not without him. Yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not the only it's thing. It's not this it shouldn't it shouldn't be it shouldn't be the marker by which right. we make a hire or we make a judgment or we or, um, we qualify or we qualify someone. That's actually yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah. That you someone's qualified. And yeah. back to the performance, I think what it can be extremely painful for people who don't necessarily feel called to ministry, Ooh, right? Yeah. Is that we're all called mm -hmm. on this earth to bring the kingdom alive here, yes. to bring, to be Emmanuel embodied within yes. us, to uh -huh. be God with this world, right? Yes. And we can be doing that in every environment that we stand in, whether it's in the grocery store mm -hmm. or whether it's on our our public accounting job yeah. or whether it's as an engineer or a nurse or, or in ministry yeah. or in, well, in a formal ministry in a form, position. Yeah, and somewhere ministry, along the line, yeah. like we kind of started in this podcast, there was a, there's a misinformation happening that actually life for God is not about doing something necessarily seen noticed branded uh formal yeah explainable mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> it is about like to me life for god should look like being with him mm -hmm. and then as he asks you you do that yeah you know and again it's coming this is coming out of the mouths of people who are in the process of creating something fairly formal yeah and we do formal things yeah. like we have a formal program yeah and a formal course that the lord yeah. has helped us design so it's just it's not again it's not throw the baby out with a bathwater. Exactly. yes but we are we do need to notice how we've really tipped this a, a, little, a little bit, bit. Yeah. yeah 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 um you know again it goes right to your identity gets based on what you do we talked about that a little bit like and what you do for what him. you do for him your yeah. identity gets wrapped up in all of that and your value and and your worth and mm -hmm. all of that gets wrapped up in the doing and the for because I have to do the mission and you know um, I'm a worship leader so that's that's who I am and mm -hmm. how do I redefine myself because I'm no longer doing that right your identity is is wrapped in that or pastors that um, 
you know, transition or they resign or they retire or they something. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're like, well, who am I now? What do I do? How do I walk through this? And because part of part of that is a real thing. Yeah. Also, part of that is because the, the mission maybe became a little bit too much of their identity. Yeah. And I would say even from our own personal experience, that was true. Yeah. Um, how many years we spent in ministry, 20, mm-hmm. wanting other people to validate us, to yeah, give true. us value based on what we were doing. And we really wanted and needed people to notice Mm -hmm. that and to be able to say that we had an identity that we had value in the body of christ that we were worth yeah uh, love and belonging right yeah you know and then because of this journey that the lord has took us on he's flipped everything on its head Mm -hmm. and all of that was was removed we stepped away from all of that Mm -hmm. and went into a season of hiding where the only thing we had was life with him yep and and in that season, our identity was completely reformed. Yes. And so now our identity comes from him. And anything that we do for him comes from who we know ourselves to be because he's shown us that. Yeah. And it doesn't have to do with our doing. No. It has to do, he's he's clarified like, hey, kid, this is who you are. Yeah. This is who I created you to be. Mm-hmm. The conversation was never, this is what I've created you to, to do. do. Mm-hmm. So therefore, this is who you are. Yeah. It's It's... In that season in particular, it was all about him clarifying, hey, this is who I've created you to be. be. And from that space, this is what I'm asking you to do. Yeah. And and it, yeah, this kind of done another little bunny trail, but I think it's good in this space because we talk a lot about, um, you know, you're not what you do. Mm -hmm. When we get to identity and people say, well, who are you? No, what does that say? And then you kind of go into this, you know, well, I'm this, I'm that, and that. Like, no, not that's what you do, but who are you? Yeah. But in reality, mm-hmm. like you were just saying, what you do is part of your identity. However, it's not where your worth should come from. Right. Your it and and then what you do actually comes from your identity. Right. Not the other way around. Right. Yeah. Because doing changes, right? Yeah. Like seasons change mm-hmm. where what we're doing today, gosh, I hope we get to do this for the rest of our lives. Mm-hmm. And there's a possibility we may not, yep. right? Who knows? Yep. So if all my identity is wrapped in doing this particular thing for God mm-hmm. and my entire relationship with him is about doing this for yep. him, then if circumstances change, I'm in trouble. And that's what we've <laughs> talked about, about a lot of these different postures. It's yeah. like the posture works without him mm-hmm. until, until it, it doesn't, doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> until life changes until something something. gets hard or until you know everything's not honky-dory blessings not there quote unquote or all those things that we deem to be um important due to the our posture and our stance towards god yeah and we need to talk about this a little bit because this is where this dance comes Mm -hmm. in right we find it so interesting and we've even realized we were doing it ourselves where it's like all of these work, all these other yep. postures work mm-hmm. when life is good. Yep. We can do life without him and pretend like we're doing it with him. Yep. And the moment that life falls apart or something's negative or heavy or hard, right. we're like, please, Jesus, come and help. Right. <laughs> then we want him to come and be, be with, with us. us. Yeah. That's so good. And we're That's so we're, true. Right. I know. <laughs> so and then true. we're like, please, please help. And one of the things we've learned in this last year because of what we do at the table where we do check-ins, which mm-hmm. we've talked about, which is just simply checking with mm-hmm. in with your heart and, and sharing with others how, how your heart is yeah. doing. 
um, we would only respond to people if it was a negative or a heavy, a heavy emotion, emotion, right? Like, yeah. oh, you're, oh, you're going through something hard. Well, how can we best care for you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is not a wrong no, thing, not right? At all. But even in that, we were remodeling mm-hmm. this idea that God doesn't want to be with us or we when don't need God good. to be with us when things, things are, are good. good. Right. Right. Yeah. And we don't need other people to be with us when things are good. But the reality is, if we don't know what it's like to walk with God mm-hmm. every day yep. in the good and in the bad, if we don't know what it's like to walk with people every day in, in the, the good, good and, and in the, the bad. bad, when the bad happens, it just doesn't work, right? No. Like yeah. when we go to call on people who haven't lived and walked life with us in good moments too, when bad things happen, there's no joy there to balance. Yeah. And the same thing with God. How do we know, like through our our um, definition of joy, of the deep knowing mm-hmm. through relational experience that someone is glad, glad to, to be, be with, with you no, no matter, matter what? what. Yeah. How do I know that someone else is glad to be with me? God's glad to be with me. If the only time I call upon him is when the, everything's crashing right. down. Yeah. That's so interesting because whenever you say no matter what, even when we first started doing this, the no matter what to me was always negative. Yeah. Right. It was always the no matter what was when people were angry, upset, sitting in shame, were depressed, were struggling. struggling. Somehow, yeah. That was the no matter what. But no matter what encompasses the good and the excitement and the wonder and the peace and the calm and the joy, like all of that. And so the witness is all of that. Right. And where did we miss that? Like where did we lose out in our, in our Christian culture that like the joy of the Lord is our salvation, the joy of the Lord and salvation, meaning, yes, he saved us out of depravity and he saves, continues to save us out of our depravity every day. But it's like, but it's the joy of the Lord that saves us. It's his gladness to be with us. That that gives us his kindness. Right. It's that's what gives us actual life in the midst of all of this. And so one of, one of the things we did around the table was transition to say, no matter how anyone checks in, mm-hmm. good, bad, or indifferent, that we're going to continue to ask, how can we best care for you? Maybe celebrating together would be the best thing right now. Yeah. How often do we pass that up, right? Like, it's like, oh, life is going good. One, I'm kind of embarrassed to say that. Right. Whatever Why? that's about. Yeah. Unless I'm in a culture of from where, yeah, where we compare true. how much God is doing for mm-hmm. us, right? Whoops. <laughs> um, but... But do we really celebrate together? Do we really notice the mundane of each other's lives? Do we really believe that God wants to be with us in the mundane? Or does he only want to be with us when we're, when we're giving our life for him? Yeah. And then we only ask him to be with us when things are hard. Yeah. I want to just button this up that this part, but by telling a brief story, there was, um, probably one of the most awesome, um, check-ins that I had done was someone checked in extremely. She, I think the check-in was calm and peaceful and excited. Mm-hmm. And so we went through, you know, our, our menu of mm-hmm. things that we asked and she said, can you just sit with me and be with me in this emotion of calm and peaceful and excitement? And it was like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing yeah. to sit with someone in those heavy, now I'm sorry, in those, well, light, excited emotions and to feel what's happening inside of me in this world. And, I, and it was like, 
oh, we need to do this more often. Right, because like, her piece and her inviting you yeah. into her piece and saying, hey, sit with this piece with me. Like, what a gift that is oh. in the body where it's not just sit in the heaviness yeah. with me, bear my burden with me, but hey, I want to share my joy with, yeah. with you too. I want to share my peace with you too. Yeah. And making time to do that as a body. So yeah. good. So good. Um, I think the other, the other uh, major shortcoming that, we just need to yes. sneak in here real quick is mission becomes an idol. Mm. And you and I have even had very tangible yeah. real life conversations, conversations. about this, yep. where we've been in scenarios where we're in ministry, we're doing life for God. We are so convinced that, that what we're doing is so important that there was one point in a conversation where we looked at each other and we're like, hold up, hold wait up. a second. Mm-hmm. Like, Our marriage is struggling. We're not caring for each other. We're not Mm -hmm. caring for ourselves. We're not protecting one another. We're not protecting ourselves. And we're ready to give our whole lives for this mission. And we've like lost God somewhere in the midst of all of this. Yeah. To where all the things that we know that, that we should be doing with him Mm -hmm. and with each other Mm -hmm. in a connect heart connected way. Yeah. We've, we've disregarded all of that for the mission itself. And, and we even asked, we had been asking a question of the Lord about yep. what we're supposed to be doing on this particular mission because yeah. we felt like maybe the, the season was ending, mm-hmm. but we did not want to give it up because our identity was wrapped in it, it was. and our, we thought that that was, I mean, we were even being told in the culture that if we left that mission, that we would leave God himself. Yeah. That that was where he was, and outside of there, he wouldn't he wasn't, be. Yeah, he wouldn't be. Yeah, and so it's crazy. Yeah, and we were buying into that, we, and and we had this moment of realization. Like, and, hold up, hold up, wait a second. Are we? Is this an idol? Has become life? an idol. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so crazy. And I I want to read this quote here, um, and then we'll come back to this because in in the book because it it exemplifies this exact thing, and and mm-hmm. I think as I read this, you guys that are listening will can identify with this. So it says, before long, the mission controls almost everything, your time, your relationships, your health, your spiritual depth, your ethics and convictions. Um, in advanced stages, missionalism um, means doing whatever it takes to solve the problem. And in its worst iteration, the end always justifies the mm-hmm. means. The family goes, health is sacrificed, integrity is jeopardized, um, and God connection is limited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, and it's right. Yeah. And, and I've been there. Yeah. I mean, two times I can think of in my life for sure. When we yeah. first started off in ministry, um, we were at this inner city church yeah. up in Michigan and it was, it was the mission. It was the mission. At, and, and, and everything revolved, w- around, re- revolved around it. Mm-hmm. And then, but then everything else was sacrificed. Yep. Family. Yep our marriage, our relationship, it was like, and we really believe that's we, how it was supposed, supposed to, to be. be. I mean, that's the thing. We were, we, we were miserable. We, we were, and we, but we bought into that hook, line and sinker. Yeah, we did. Of, I mean, I was, yeah. I mean, there 90 hours a week doing yeah. all the things, leading worship, doing youth ministry, doing outreach, mm-hmm. doing everything. I mean, you know, our Friday nights, we have, you know, kids from inner city would come in and we'd be there till, 11 12 o'clock at night with our two kids under two yeah and then we would go to burger king get some food and then go home and all crash in the same bed and we're like yes we did it we did it we did ministry we We did it we We had no marriage and i remember you saying when we finally left that after two and a half years that that our daughter was two and a half years at that point and you're like i don't even know her her. 
And it's so wild how we find ourselves in this space. And, and that's why we're having this conversation conversation. because it, it's time that we have adult conversations like this in the body of Christ of like, Hey guys, let's wake up and pay attention before it costs us everything. And the sad part is, is that in reality, it is already costing Costing us everything. everything. Like we're seeing pastors burn out by the dozen Mm -hmm. at this point. COVID was, was such a costly um, (laughs) exercise on the body of Christ Mm -hmm. and on pastors. And, and it's, again, it's not that we're, it's not that we're to sit around and just be, yeah, you know, loafs right. on a log. Yeah. There is doing involved, but, but may we come back to this remembrance that it is first about being and back to the conversation where we were having about, you know, is this an idol? Yeah. One of the other questions, cause we have been asking the Lord what to do. And, mm, and yeah. finally there's this moment of like, aha, cause he wasn't answering the question about what no, do we do like about crickets. this mission? Like, yeah. What do we do about this mission? What do we do about this mission for six months? Six crickets. months. Prayed, asked people, invited people in to pray with us. Nothing. 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 N- nothing. Nothing. And then there was the moment of realization of what if we're asking him the wrong question? Mm-hmm. Because he didn't die for this mission. Right. Nope. He didn't. He died for me and he died for you. Mm-hmm. And who he's passionate about knowing, who he cares the most about is me yeah. and you. Yeah. And, and coming back to that moment, we knew exactly what to do yeah, about as the soon mission. as we asked that question, mm-hmm. we, both of us immediately knew in our spirits what we we're supposed to do. Yeah. And, and without a doubt. Yeah. And it, we came back to being with, with. yep. Um, mm. and that was the question that he wanted. That was the place that he was inviting us back to is like, Hey, Hey, it's not about what you're doing or yeah. not doing. Yeah. It's about remembering that all I want is to be with you yeah. and that I really care about you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And and that's what this life is about. Yeah. Um, I'm not measuring you by anything. You've been listening to the Table and Well podcast. New episodes stream every Tuesday. To begin your journey to relational health, go to tableandwell.org forward slash IRH to join our Intro to Relational Health Lab. This is our free four-week mini course where you will learn skills and practices that will transform the way you engage with relationships. So for more information or resources, go to tableandwell.org.